is Odo Manning and John Martin bringing you Kojo, the first free generation. Ah, uh, yes. Adele, this chapter is quite important to the book. Of course, the insight on freedom in the North is unbelievably valuable, and I can learn so much. Yes, of course. It also shows how much willpower the African Americans had. Though the African Americans didn't all feel the same way, some felt like they belonged to neither Africa or America. The odds had been stacked against Kojo from the start. To begin, his mom was a slave in a forced marriage, even though she loved her husband. Yeah, yeah. After she was born, her parents decided to leave with Ma Aku so that Kojo would be able to have a better life. Mm-hmm. But then tragedy struck when his real parents were captured by the devil and sent back to slavery. But even after all that, Kojo and Ma Aku were able to make it to Baltimore where Kojo would grow up and eventually meet the love of his life. This past helped bring up Kojo and helps make him the man he is in the book. Without it, or with a different uprising, Kojo would live a completely different life. I agree. Kojo lives an atypical life when it comes to a typical American in the 1800s. This is because he is a black man in the North, fighting segregation and hoping for freedom. Yes, it is quite obvious that he is being discriminated against by the white people from the beginning when a local white woman was robbed and the police questioned all the black people on the boat but could not tell them apart. Yeah. Another way I could sense the discrimination was when the white people sold Anna into slavery, even though she was free from birth, had no forged papers, and was living in the North. The discrimination definitely played a big part in Kojo's life, for had it not been for the Fugitive Slave Act, he still would have been living with his wife. Also, that law was not just against Kojo. Many other African Americans were impacted by this law and wrongfully sold into slavery. A very common theme we read throughout Kojo's chapter was sacrifice. Yeah, we saw how Ness sacrificed her love and her bond that she had with Kojo in order for him to have a better life in Baltimore and to live the life of a free man. This also ties into the historical connection of how a lot of these slaves had to sacrifice something in order for the future generation to have a better life. Yes, another sacrifice was Kojo leaving the boat because he could have been arrested. Even though this wasn't big and the risk was low. Anything that an African American does at that time is risky because of segregation and how they could be sold into slavery for just the smallest thing. That is so true. Like how Anna just walking up around is a sacrifice. And unfortunately, it was more than a sacrifice than she could even imagine.
We can relate this common theme of sacrifice in our everyday lives, which makes this book more relatable. The sacrifice that we go through isn't comparable to the sacrifice that these slaves had to go through. That is absolutely true. But we still can't even imagine what they went through mentally and physically while they were in slavery. And the aftermath that slavery caused was also horrible, with the police brutality and racial slurs that were thrown at them for just... for just having a different skin color. So what we talked about in this episode today was talking about Kojo's backstory, racism in America at that time, and the sacrifice that the slaves had to make in order for the future generation to have a better life. That's all we have for today, guys. Don't forget to listen to the next episode in our series. Thanks for listening.